Welcome to season two of the Ask a Spiritual Director podcast. I'm Kimberly Pelletier. And I'm Samuel Ogles. And in this season, we're going to continue exploring questions about meaning, faith, and the spiritual life. In this special four-part series, we are exploring questions arising within us during a global pandemic. Because of social distancing, these episodes may sound different as they are recorded over Zoom, but the authenticity and depth you've come to expect are ever-present. This is the first in the four-part series exploring the question, how do we deal with the existential angst we are experiencing? This is episode 21. How do I deal with the existential angst present in this season? This season, meaning lockdown in your Lockdown, pandemic, (laughs) lockdown, yeah. Pandemic, 2020, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of feelings in that question. Yeah. Have you, uh, I think I've felt a lot of, something akin to existential angst. (laughs) You know, I don't know if I'd phrase it that way exactly, but um, yeah, yeah, I felt something like that. What's been your experience with that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm, I have at times it comes and goes, I would say that, you know, you don't like, at least for me, I don't live with that, that angst all the time, but when it shows up it, um, and again, I wouldn't have called it that either, but yeah, that's, um, it's a good way to say it. I was like, oh, that's a succinct way to say that. Um, existential angst. When it shows up, it kind of it hits hard. It comes with a yeah. It comes in like a lion, like, whoa, wow. And all of a sudden I've got like, who I just can I go back to like four seconds ago when I wasn't feeling that feeling? Yeah. I've had that happen a few times. Yeah. Um, I totally have as well. Yeah. And it's not the same as just like grief, even though that comes, it's not the same as, it's just this, I mean, there's grief. I feel like that goes with it, but it is just this all of a sudden existential angst. Like it says, it's just, wow. So you've had this too. I have, and I'm, I'm not someone I'm, I'm someone who has had to work to, um, undo a lot of the blockages around my emotional world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I put a lot of those in place for whatever reason, um, mm-hmm. growing up, but yeah, even for me, um, there was one day when, um, I was up, I actually forget what happened, but I, I think it was something mundane. It was some sort of small disappointment, you know, something mm-hmm. got canceled or, um, I don't know. It was like a minor misunderstanding with my spouse or something like that. But anyway, something small happened mm-hmm. and just started crying. Um, Mm -hmm. which I, I hardly ever do, um, more and more these days, but, uh, yeah, I just hardly ever do that. And so that to me was like that indicator of like, oh yeah, I'm not consciously super aware of that, but the body knows, right. The body is carrying that. Yes. Yes. Oh, the body knows. That's such a great way to say that. It's, um, yeah, that when this all began, or when we first started, what mid March? I, I, I am yeah. Truly, right. I when was it? Say this, like <laughs> I really, yeah, like, I really am. Like oh, so long ago. Day, where am I in the world right now? What, what, like you know, just the Earth is helping me keep track of you know our seasonally where we're at. But um, yeah. truly, like in a very real sense. Um, but yeah, I I went into almost an instant 
like I, I live with fibromyalgia and I went into almost an instant flare, mm-hmm. um, which I, I thankfully, I mean, I hadn't had really one like that since last summer. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as bad as the one that I had last summer that went on for a very long time. It was so hard, mm-hmm. but I was like, wow, I didn't think it was hitting me that hard. I felt kind of okay, but my body took the toll. Like yeah. it just took a toll and it took me a while to get out of it. Um, and yeah, it was just that existential, just living like, wow, I, I don't have a lot of things to process this right now. I yeah. don't even know. And then like you said, um, it was something that triggered tears for me that was bigger. Because um, mm. I, yeah, like I'll hear something sad or whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's sad. But it was a, a, a you know, but I'm not like oh, I can't manage, you know, like my my sister, you know, like just evil, just more able to access their emotions in that sense that I can be cold much easier, much more easy. Yeah. Much easier. Yeah. Easier. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) But a a kind of an acquaintance writer friend, her husband had gone to the ER with with COVID-19 and Mm. it just undid me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I cried for like the whole morning and I had been mm-hmm. kind of following their story and he's been getting better and not and then going back and getting better, you know, and this, this, as happens, you know, with this virus. Um, but then when he had to go in and then I just, I thought, I, I don't know. It's like every feeling I had since the beginning of all of it just came out that whole morning and I like prayed mm-hmm. for him. I'm praying for everybody. I'm thinking, and I just... I'm like, wow, I think I just need to feel feelings. And I went and sat on my front porch and just felt feelings. Mm. I really did. Good for you. I just thought, I, I mean, and you know, it, there's not a lot of other things to do. There are other things. I mean, there was kids that needed to do school and all the stuff, but I thought I sure. can be present with that. This is asking me to be present. So anyways, yeah, yeah, just feelings, lots of feelings. Yeah, to feel. yeah that's really interesting. Um. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of articles. Uh, sad to say, I haven't really read them, but I've seen I've seen, <laughs> I've seen a lot of uh, headlines. Um, you know, kind of saying uh, essentially like that feeling you're feeling right now is grief, yes, or, or yes. loss. Um, you know, which I think is yeah, I just sort of in, into it um, is true. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I've seen other headlines about sort of like the weird dreams people are having, which is totally happening for me as well. Very vivid and strange <laughs> yes. um, dreams, but um, Donald yeah. Trump entered a dream of mine the other day. It was very, Oh yeah. Hard. And I, you know, we're not going to go political. Well, I wonder why he's about in every other I know. Facebook post. <laughs> I was like, what is, I woke up and I'm like, that was so weird. That's funny. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Back yeah. to existential angst. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just, yeah, I think part of maybe that's sort of partly behind this question. How do I deal with the existential angst? It's kind of like, mm-hmm. what am I feeling and um, mm-hmm. can it go away? <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Can I, right. can I, or, or maybe not, maybe that's um, not very generous, but you know, yeah. How do I like deal with this um, in yeah. a healthy way is probably a more generous way to. Yeah. And, and you know, but the truth, I mean, the, the truth of what you said though, and how do I make it go away? Because nobody really starts to feel existential angst and go, yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, bring it awesome. on. Awesome, yes. <laughs> Give me more of that. My world doesn't make sense. How wonderful. Right, right. right. Um, and I know I said at the beginning, it's not grief, but I mean, it, I think that is, it's, I, I would say just existential angst is that umbrella and grief is definitely one huge thing under that umbrella. Yes. And fear and uncertainty and just what am I going to do right now today? And uh, it's just yeah. like, uh, kind of thing to it. Yeah. And one thing, you know, if someone, yeah, if someone's asking that, and I was just about to go into like advice mode. Um, but I think it would, I think if I was to switch that into like, if I'm sitting into the directee, even if I'm going to say, how do we, how do we make space to feel that? Yes. Like, how do we make space to feel those feelings? Yeah. Um, rather than just resist them. Right? right. Because that often that initial feeling is, Oh, that initial desire that comes with that angst is I just want it to go away. Yes. <laughs> I don't yes. want it to be right here. And it can hit out of nowhere, like grief. Right. Like grief. It just shows up and you're like, oh, three seconds ago was better. Get me out, get me out, get me out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and um and that's just that we you know that resistance mode is is easy to get back into, but yeah. without so many different places to go <laughs> or things to do, um, we have to decide, you know, we have that choice. Um, how do we, can I feel those feelings? And so I think I would sit with somebody and say, how do we, when, when they say deal with, I would say, how do we, how do we make space for that? Yeah. And trust and trust that it will move through, mm-hmm. right. That it's, I think, you know, that whole idea in mindfulness and meditation, that it's not, um, it's not permanent, that idea of impermanence, mm-hmm. right? Because I think that the, the resistance comes when we are, we feel like it's going to be, uh, it's going to move in <laughs> and like mm-hmm. take up residence and it's mm-hmm. going to be there forever. Mm-hmm. And so how do we come back to that idea of impermanence mm-hmm. and, and make space to feel and to yeah. be with it and uh, let it go through our body, let it go through our feeling, let it go through our awareness mm. and let it morph. How, how do we do that? Yeah. I think would be that space to go. And when, it, when someone say, how do we deal with it? Yeah. Then, yeah. I, I think one of the things I, I had to learn and I, I continually kind of learn or reaffirm in new ways is, um, you know, with all the quote unquote negative feelings, sadness, loss, mm-hmm. anger, um, listlessness, all of that apathy, fear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I had to learn that, uh, one of the, one of the images that has been most helpful in my own journey is the image of a table, sort of like a meeting at a table. Um, it's kind of this conference room and all the different parts of me are in the room. Um, and there are only so many, like, there are plenty of chairs in there and there's a chair for everyone, mm-hmm. but I've only pulled up so many chairs to the table. Mm. And when you don't give a part of yourself a seat at the table, mm. they sort of, they walk around the periphery. They're disruptive. You know? yes. <laughs> um, they bang things. Uh, they try to get attention. They, they, they do. They try to get attention yes. in the only it's ways the that they know like how. That. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, until you give them, until you set a place for them at the table, it doesn't mean yes. they get to they get to set the agenda at yes. the table, but they get yeah. to 
they get to have a voice, um, even if it's a voice that you ignore, ultimately, right? mm-hmm. I shouldn't say ignore, but even if it's a voice you don't give much credence to. Right. Right. To your, uh, right. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, but everyone has to have a seat at the table. So I more and more, that's kind of what I'm feeling. So, you know, to echo your point, just how do you welcome Mm-hmm. those parts of yourself. Um, and if you don't have practice with that, like I have not, then it feels even the thought of welcoming those parts of you feels really overwhelming. Like mm-hmm. what if that's my new reality? What if grief is my new reality? Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of want to, what if it overcomes me? Um, yeah. but I think more often than not, the exact opposite happens they they kind of have an outsized influence on the room while they're walking around you know making a mess but as soon as you invite them in they kind of say their piece and then they can mm. um they can be yeah it's almost like they're at rest yeah 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 that's such a great mental image i love <laughs> yeah. that you said that i feel like that is so helpful i don't think i'll ever forget that yeah um that's been helpful yeah. for me it's like meeting the need like there's an it's a need right i mean it's for me it, it makes me think of just with kids even the disruptive dinner part <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh sit down and just join us um yeah that meeting those needs and then when the when they're met they quiet down they're met yeah yeah they're like they're right peace. sized yeah mm-hmm. at yeah. peace yeah and um yeah i like that and i, I really I really think that it's, um, I don't mean to say the word magic, like it's magical, but mm-hmm. it, it is this way of like, of engaging that experience, that existential angst experience that can feel at least if that's something that you haven't experienced before, it can feel counterintuitive. Mm-hmm. Um, but it actually is I think um, literally the only way <laughs> yes. to, to truly deal with it. I, I, there isn't yeah. another way. Like they say, the only way through is through. Like it, it really yes. is. And during this time, if, you know, if one has just a backlog of all of that, it's, it's going to come out in all sorts of funky, weird sideways ways. Um, yeah. Right. And so even for myself, it's one of the cues for me when I'm like, why am I acting, feeling, you know, or whatever I'm doing, what's mm. going on? I'm like, I'll bet I have feelings I haven't felt. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then just to figure out how do I make space for that? How do I welcome those? Whether that's meditation, journaling, prayer, um, even sometimes, I mean, I think story, right? Whether it's a book or listening to someone, um, like an audio book, a, a movie, right? That kind mm-hmm. of moves at that, that can mirror our story. Sometimes things are too close. So story can give a little space mm-hmm. and a buffer for us to feel things um, that we're watching from a distance. I mean, just that has such a power, yeah. right? I wow. think there's a lot That's of ways good. to... Feel our feelings, right? Which I think people, you know, we would cry at movies and that, and just just not to shove it down and stop it, you know, because we're mm-hmm. watching it with somebody else or that feels awkward, but just to let that let that be and and also let that be legitimate. I think, you know, sometimes yeah. we have space and gentleness around our story because it is very close for some of us. We may be facing things very deep or very painful yeah. um, around relationships and things we realize that we hadn't before and 
or job realities or whatever, all the things, um, all the different dynamics that are happening in our, our lives right now. Um, finances and politics and race and death and sickness and fear Mm -hmm. and gosh, things, right. Um, yeah. 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 I'm glad you touched on that. That was going to be my next question, but you beat me to it. You touched on sort of the practical, mm-hmm. you know, I was going to say, how can you make this practical um, mm-hmm. in terms of getting in touch with those things? But you mentioned mm-hmm. a number of practices, all of which would be um, fantastic um, mm-hmm. or, or viable mm-hmm. to do. And then if I think it's fair to say, um, you know, chime in if you have another perspective on this, but I think it's fair to say sort of in the spiritual direction space, we would talk closely with the person and kind of Mm -hmm. inquire about, you know, what methods seem to work for you? What methods are you drawn to? Even if you haven't done it before, um, you know, Oh, when I was five, that always, I always enjoyed drawing like, okay, let's go back and try that. So what, what are the outlets, um, for you of getting in touch with that? So, um, to reiterate, I think, could you reiterate some of the ones you said? I think you yeah. mentioned journaling and meditation. Yeah. And there's a, I wrote a few more down just now as you were talking. Um, yeah. Journaling, um, meditation and mindfulness, um, uh, books, I think just story, I guess in general would be the mm-hmm. umbrella, but which could come through books or, um, movies and allowing our, you know, those stories that mirror ours or just bring up our stories to give us space to feel our feelings about our stories um, Mm. that aren't just so confrontational, right? Mm. Sometimes we need Mm -hmm. kindness, which leads me to another one, which is just kindness. Sometimes, Mm. um, I don't know if you've ever had an experience where someone is particularly kind to you. And I wish we could all say this happened all the time, but, um, you know, just, or, or, and I, I can't say this happened a ton of times in my life, but there's just been times when someone has seen me in a certain way. And I'm like, it just brings an emotion or, Mm. um, or there's just, there's such a profound grace to it, um, Mm. that it can, it can move us. And so if we need to experience that kindness, you know, ways to do that to ourselves, um, whether that's, you know, this might sound silly, but just to give an example, like, um, and, and again, I, I know I mentioned my fibromyalgia, but there are times that I just, I'm like, okay, I need like a half hour on my bed with this really, really soft blanket. My body really hurts mm. or something. And I will just make, you know, my family needs to go in other places and I just need to be alone on my bed. Um, mm. my legs propped up and my soft, this really gigantic soft blanket and it feels kind. It feels like comfort. And maybe mm. that might be a better word, but comfort mm. or kindness can help us feel things because it helps let our guard down. And so to know what brings you comfort mm. um, so that those things can arise. And I would say another thing would be beauty. Um, mm. Beauty can kind of split us open and however you get to that, whether that's music or art or um, nature. For me, that's that's nature. And thankfully right now that um, at least in the Northern Hemisphere, we've got you know, that, um, the awakening mm. of spring, um, although all seasons have their beauty truly. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think beauty can really give us space to kind of, in my own words, I like say split us open in a soul level. Um, mm. and so mm. wherever that, that intersects for you, you know, would be a good space. Um, yeah. yeah. So those are the things that come to mind. Yeah, absolutely. And I'd say if you're not if you're not sure about which of those practices um, might speak to you best, just take a guess. 
and try it. <laughs> yes. And yes. Yeah. yeah. There's no harm in trying. And you know, I, I will be having, we'll have an episode that is just uh, meditation um, that I'm going to lead because I do lead meditation and mindfulness retreats and, um, and workshops. And so I will, we will have one that's just, I don't know, we'll, we'll name it something really obvious <laughs> <laughs> and just to engage that. And it'll just be kind of an accepting and welcoming kind of meditation in a way to just be with ourselves, be yeah. with our body and be with our feelings. So you can and will that up. be, and will that be centered around um, kind of the season or will be more general than that? That's a good question. Um, yeah, if it would be more helpful to me for me to make it kind of specific to the season, I can do that. I mean, I have stuff written. It's all the stuff I've written, but um, I can. And I don't know that it would. I just was curious. No, that's. I think that's really good thought. Um, yeah, because there's some words that could probably trigger and help us. But yeah. I'll have to think through that. But I think either way, it will be helpful for this yes. exact season um, because there is so much going on in all of us. Yeah. <laughs> um, whether we are aware of it. Yeah, timely. Right, yes. Mm-hmm. So, absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Ask a Spiritual Director podcast. You're listening actually means a lot to us. In fact, we have had almost 5,000 downloads of our podcast, but we only have 10 ratings and reviews in iTunes. So, It would mean the world to us if you would head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and leave a review so that other people can enjoy what you're enjoying. Also, you can contact us through askaspiritualdirector at gmail.com. I'll put a link to that in the show notes because we'd love to hear your thoughts, your comments, um, responses, or your questions that you'd like us to explore on the podcast. I will also put a link to our Google Doc where you can put your questions there as well. So check the show notes, connect with us. We are really enjoying this journey with you all. Thanks for listening.